0: Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensah Let us give him the praise and the glory. God is good and he is faithful. His mercy endures forever. The fact that you are alive, the Bible says we slept and we are woke because the Lord sustained us. It is easy to take that for granted, but this morning let us thank God and give him the praise. Let us thank God and give him the glory. Lift up your voice and give God praise and glory in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God for the health that you enjoy. Take your eyes off of the circumstance. Take your eyes off of the challenges, the problems, and lift it up up to Jesus. Keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice and give him the praise thank god thank god for his mercy thank god for his goodness thank god for his kindness in the mighty name of the lord jesus god has been good to us it is by the grace of god it is by the mercy of god we give you all the praise lord we thank you for your protection thank you for your covering in the blood of jesus thank you oh god for how far you have brought us thank you for new beginnings oh god in jesus mighty name thank you that it is you that moves on our behalf we give you all the praise we thank you for the testimonies the miracles Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus glory be to the name of the Lord there is none like unto you let's worship him let's give him the praise there is none that we can compare with you we can look throughout the whole universe we will not find any like our God so this this morning lift up your voice and worship the king of kings worship the lord of laws worship the everlasting father in the mighty name of the lord jesus glory be to the name of the lord glory be to the name of the lord glory be to the name of the lord in the name of the lord jesus in jesus mighty name father we join with the 24 elders that are ever before you crying holy holy is the lord god almighty who was and who is to come we say holy is our god holy is our god Holy is our God. There is none like you, O oh God. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Father. And Lord, even as we approach your word, talk to the Lord and say, Lord, speak to me personally wherever you may be. Talk to the Lord and say, Lord, minister to me in the name of Jesus. Let my life be transformed. Send me the right word that I need for this season in jesus name i desire a closer walk with you i desire a closer relationship with you in the name of the lord jesus my lord and my god my lord and my god and i receive the right words to speak lord and let our lives not remain the same and help us oh god not to be just hearers of the word of god but doers of the word of god and in the name of jesus i decree and i declare let bondages be rolled away be broken today in the name of jesus let the hopeless find hope let addictions be broken and i pray in the name of jesus give us a fresh revelation of who you are oh god help us to keep our eyes on you no matter the circumstance lord we thank you We give you the praise. We give you the glory. And everybody say amen. Amen. Say amen. Amen. Say amen. Amen. Well, let's welcome our online and TV audience. If you're online, share with somebody. Invite somebody to listen, to watch, and their lives will be transformed. You see, one word from God can change our lives. One word from God can totally transform our lives. So I pray in the name of Jesus that as we approach the word of God, may your life be transformed. If you believe that, say amen. Amen. I said, may your life be transformed in Jesus' mighty name. amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. All right. This morning, we are talking about the God of miracles. Somebody shouted the God of miracles. Shouted the God of miracles. Turn your Bibles with me, if you please, to 2 Kings, the book of 2 Kings, chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. He says, Then Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Tomorrow about this time a sear of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel and two sets of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. So an officer on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Look, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, could this thing be? And he said, In fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. Now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another, Why are we sitting here until we die? if we say we will enter the city the famine is in the city and we shall die there and if we sit here we die also now therefore come let us surrender to the army of the syrians if they keep us alive we shall live and if they kill us we shall only die and they arose at twilight to go to the camp of the syrians and when they had come to the outskirts of the syrian camp, to their surprise no one was there for the lord had caused the army of the syrians to hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses the noise of a great army so they said to one another look the king of israel has hired against us the king of the hittites and the kings of the egyptians to attack us then they arose and fled at twilight and left the camp intact their tents their horses and their donkeys and they fled for their lives And when these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into one tent and ate and drank and carried from it silver and gold and clothing and went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent and carried some from there also and went and hid it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your word. My Lord and my God. No, So, you see, before even we get into, into the Bible, into the lesson here, you see miracles are we it's, it's, see when God does something we call it a miracle but from God's perspective is he's just doing what he normally does and you see that was the realm that man was and woman were were bet into when God created them they lived in the realm of miracles Adam with his the power that God gave him was able to name all the plants, all the bugs, all the animals. It was very natural for man to live and walk in the realm of the miraculous. And all throughout this man will discover how not not only to walk in it, not only to receive miracles from ourselves, but for God to use us. And work His miracles through us, Amen. So when Adam and Eve fell, they left that realm, and ever since then, you see, man has been walking by sight. But really, ideally, what God, how God wants us to work to to walk, is to walk in His realm, the realm that God lives in. In this story, at the gate in Samaria, actually, there was a farming going on. And whether you realize it or not, the world can be in difficulty. There can be distress upon nations. But if you know God, you can walk above the realm of the world. And that's what makes the difference. The Bible says the famine was so severe. If you back up a little bit in chapter 6, verse 25, from verse 24, he says now it happened after this that bernada king of syria gathered all his army and went up and besieged samaria and there was a great famine in samaria and indeed they besieged it until a donkey's head was sold for 80 shekels of silver and one fourth of a cup of dope droppings for five shekels of silver then as the king of israel was passing by on the wall a woman cried out to him saying help my lord o king and he said if the lord does not help you where can i find help for you from the treasure floor or from the wine press Is if god doesn't help the world if god doesn't help us with covet or anything else uh, man's help can only go so far and you you see so this woman came to the king and the, and the things inflation had hit and things were being sold at uh, one donkey's head was sold for 80 seconds of silver and one-fourth of a cup of dove droppings for five shekels of silver. And the famine was so severe, if you continue reading verse 28, it says, Then the king said to her, What is troubling you? And she answered, This woman said to me, Give, me, give your son that we may eat him today, and we will eat my son tomorrow. So we boiled my son and ate him, and I said to her on the next day, Give your son that we may eat him, but she has hidden her son. We haven't seen anything like that yet. Farming so severe, people are boiling their children for food. Awful. And you see, these cycles have a way of coming on the earth. When people leave the true God for something else, the land is open to the cares. So imagine a famine is going on. There is nothing to eat. It says, let's boil your child today. Then tomorrow we bore my son. Then they eat this person's son. The next day he goes to this person. He says, let's bore He said, no, it's not happening today. (laughs) You're not bothering anyone. (laughs) So that is the condition that Elijah receives. And that's what makes the difference. He says, then Elijah said, hear the word of the Lord. No matter the distress, no matter the difficulty, the word of the Lord is what counts. And what God says about your circumstance is what counts. And, and, and there is a similar circumstance in, in in Genesis. Notice this. Genesis chapter 47. Genesis chapter 47. Notice this. Verse 19. The children of Egypt came to joseph when there was famine in the land and says why should we die before your eyes both we and our land by us and our land for bread and we and our land will be servants of pharaoh give us seed that we may live and not die that the land may not be desolate this is another instance here farming so severe that people had already given i mean they had already giving joseph certain things their land and everything and when it was all finished they they got to the point that they came to, to to joseph and said buy us these are these are difficult times these these times are not new on the earth buy us and and our land buy everything and so long as you give us something to eat give us seed but the one in command the one in control was the one who had heard from god what do you hear makes all the difference in times of difficulty and i pray in the name of jesus as you sit under the influence of the, the word of god may you hear the word of the lord i said may you hear the word of the lord because it is very easy to get afraid and fear will, will make you make bad decisions fear will cause you to be subject to death notice what the bible says in hebrews chapter 2 verse 14. thank you lord jesus hebrews 2 verse 14. the bible says you see Elisha was not afraid when he heard the word of the lord he says in as much then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood he himself likewise shared in the same that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death that is the devil and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage in as much that as the children are partaking of flesh and blood he himself likewise said in the same that through death he might destroy him another translation says paralyze him who had the power of death that, that is the devil, and release those who, through fear of death, were all their lifetime subject to bondage. You see, fear makes you subject to bondage, and that is the plan of the enemy. And here you realize that the master fear of all fear is the fear of death. If you are afraid, based on all the news reports that you contact or get covered it is because you are afraid that when you get covered you may die that's where the fear is coming from if you are afraid of losing your job it really traces back to the fact that if you if you lose your job you are afraid that you may not have something you may not have money to buy food and if you don't have money to buy food it will result in death so fear of losing your job is coming from that fear of death in the mighty name of the lord jesus may the fear of death over your life be broken in jesus name Amen. i said may the fear of death over your life be broken in the name of the lord jesus yes. through fear of death was all your lifetime in my, what, a, what that would be a pitiful life. going through your lifetime subject to the fear of death and being in bondage That's not God's plan. God's plan through Jesus Christ is that you will be made free. Shouted, I'm, I'm free. I am free, free. From, the from the fear of death in Jesus' name. So 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 it's so important that we get to the place where we are not subject to the fear of death, but we trust and believe the word. Of God, And the word of God is what makes the difference. And as you sit under the influence of the word of God this morning, I see God's word making a difference in your life. I said, I see God's word making a difference in your life. I said, I see God's word making a difference in your life. When he heard, the first thing we want to realize is that hope comes from God our hope comes from god when he heard from god he was not afraid to declare the word of the living god and when he spoke he said, Notice this. He says, That says, in 2 Kings 7 1, then Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. That says, The Lord, tomorrow about this time, a seer of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel, and two sets of barley for a shekel at the gates of Samaria. So, an officer on whose hand, the king leaned and said the man of God and said, "Look, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, could this thing be?" And he said, "In fact, you shall see with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. The prices are going to drop because there is going to be an abundance. You see, nothing is too hard for God. Nothing. Nothing is too hard for God. There is nothing impossible with God in genesis chapter 18 thank you lord genesis chapter 18 verse 14 when abraham it seemed like he would not have a child it seemed that it was impossible it seemed that the years had gone god came to him and said to him in genesis 18 14 is anything too hard for the lord He says, at the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. He says, is anything too hard for the Lord? Answer that question for yourself. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. It seemed like the next day what Elijah said, which seemed impossible, but thank God he had heard from God. In Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17, Jeremiah 32, verse 17, he says, I love God. I like the exclamation mark. Behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arms there is nothing too hard for you hallelujah there is nothing too hard for you jeremiah had come to that conclusion that nothing is too hard for the lord what is it in your life what is it that you are confronted with that seems very difficult Answer it this morning. Is it too hard for the Lord? Jesus says something similar in Mark 10, verse 27. He says, But Jesus looked at them and said, With man it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. You can sleep one day with a problem and the next day wake up and god has done a miracle Amen. he said tomorrow about this time not in a month not two months there is going to be a miracle an officer standing standing there said even if god makes windows that opens the windows of heaven this thing will happen in our day it will be like someone saying I'm, I'm a financial expert. I know Wall Street. I know that this thing is not going to turn around for three years, five years, ten years. Who are you? Where did God, what, what God told you that tomorrow there's going to be a change? We, I am the expert here. I know what I'm talking about. Nothing is going to change. Elisha said to this to him, look, you will see with your eyes, but you won't partake of it. You see, doubt is a serious thing. May you not doubt God's word. I said, may you not doubt God's word. I said, may you not doubt God's word. I said, may you not doubt God's word. God can so transform your life. Hold on to that hope. That's the second point. Hold on to that hope and move forward. You see, when God declared that there was going to be a change, and in this season, I see God, even been, been beginning from this moment, I see God doing miracles in your life, I see God doing wonders in your life. The things that is in your life your family your health your finances that seems like it will never change and it is very easy to get in despair when you look at the natural it seems that it will not change but i have come to announce to you by the word of the living god that i serve a god and i know him and there is nothing too hard for god Shout it! there is nothing too hard for him, there is too hard for him. Shout it! one more time there is nothing too hard for god See, so, so hold on to hold on to hope and move forward. don't get into despair and slump down. God chose four leprous people and th- these people got to the place let's read it. they said, notice this and whether they realized it consciously or unconsciously they were obeying the word of the Lord. He says my lord and my god verse 3 2nd Kings 7 3 says now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate and they said to one another why are we sitting here until we die if we say we will enter the city the famine is in the city and we shall die there. and if we sit here we die also now therefore come let us surrender to the army of the syrians if they keep us alive we shall live and if they kill us we we shall only die and they arose they rose at twilight to go to the camp of the syrians and when they had come to the outskirts of the syrian camp to their surprise no one was there hallelujah they said if we sit here we are going to die death you see, as, a, as, a, as, as lepers, people kept throwing things and the, the, the Syrians had compassed the city for a long time. And so, there was no movement of people and food. But normally, they would get stuff thrown to them. But as lepers people, they, could, they couldn't just go out and walk around and go into the city because of their condition. And it seemed that nothing will change but they said look if we sit here that we are going to die if we go into the city the famine is very sore in the city we are going to die let's do something what sit here go back the result is death we are not going to sit here and die <laughs> no 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 we are going to do something and whether they realize it or not it was the word of the lord that was working you see the people that see a difference in their life are not the people who sit there and say i'm just going to sit in despair and and nothing is going to change the people that see a change are people that decide to move forward and if you study the bible anybody that put their life into the hands of god and said, if I die, I die. When I move with God, never died. When Esther, a whole nation was on the line, she put, and she was not scheduled to go see the king. She said to the people, you fast and pray for me. If I die, I die. And I'm going to see the king. And she didn't die. When you make a decision to follow God, when you make a decision to serve God, and you move forward and move ahead, you you will not die. God will take care of you. I said God will take care of you. And as they were going, the sound got amplified. You see, in life, you have to get to the place where you take that step of faith. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., one time, he was, he was, he was trying to pull a cart up a hill. And when he was going, up, when he looked around to see who would help him, and nobody was around. So, he started pulling up this heavy cart up the hill, and as he was pulling it up, some people came, and he was very young at that time, some people came and helped him. To pull it up the hill, and he said, "I learned a great lesson that in life, if I sit around waiting for somebody to help me without taking an action, I will be sitting there for a long time." (laughs) So, whenever he has a, whenever you have a difficulty, instead of just waiting to sit down and die. Begin to read the Bible and listen for God's word, for the instruction that he gives you because that instruction has the ability to transform your life. They started moving in that direction. And thank God they didn't die. You see, seas, the red sea will be divided only if you hold on to hope and step forward, forward in faith and raise the rod. If not, and stretch out that rod. If not, not, nothing will happen. The city wall of Jericho will come down if you are willing to obey the instruction and walk around that wall. And sometimes the instruction might seem insignificant, it might seem uh, like, a, like a little instruction, but the wall will only come down if you are willing to raise a child. Amen so i pray he says jesus will stop and turn around only if you are willing to touch the hem of his garment you must be willing to take that step of faith get to the place where he said i am not going to sit down until i die i am going to take a step of faith why sit we here until we die why are you remaining in despair and feeling hopeless? God is not dead. You serve a living God. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. These four leprous people, in their condition, their, their hands emaciated their faces, they started, said, "We are going to put our lives on the line and go into the camp of the Syrians." If they kill us, it wouldn't have made any difference. We, could have died, we would have died sitting here anyway. But peradventa, if they save our lives. You see, as Christians, we must, we must, we must live by, by, we must have convictions. One time, a certain athlete was competing in the Olympics back in 1924. And he was on, on the British team. And, and he was very good at, a, at the 100-meter race, so everyone expected him to, 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 to run and win the gold medal. He happened to be a Christian, and on, that, on the, the day that they were going to run the finals for the 100 meters, it fell on a Sunday. And he said, I'm not going to compete if it's a Sunday. He said, what? They said, "I'm not going to compete if it's a Sunday. Sunday, for me, is dedicated to God. I'd rather let the medal go than if I go if it's a Sunday." So he chose not to compete. He's, that's what he believes. You see, that's, those are the kind of people God is looking for in these days. Then later on, he said to his coach. On another day, that I'll, let, allow me to compete in the 400 meter race. And the coach said, look, you are not, your strength is built for the 100 meters, not 400 meters. He says, I am going to compete for the glory of God. And when he did, God helped him and he won the gold medal for that 400 meter race. Wow. That he wasn't prepared for. Because he was willing to stand by his conviction. People that put their lives on the line, no matter the difficulty, no matter the odds that are against them, when it comes to choosing God and choosing somebody else, they will choose God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were three friends. Watch the friends that you, you, you keep. Because those three friends can help you on your race with God, or they can discourage you. When the king had made an image and said everyone should bow, those three people said, We are not bowing down to that image. We will go into the fire. And even if our God doesn't, del- we, will, we are not going to bow down. May you have that backbone in these days and in times because the, 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 the world is not, is not getting any better. That when it comes to choosing God in any decision, choose God. If I die, I die. Those kind of people don't die. God gets the glory. May God get the glory out of your life. Then they went into the fire. They didn't die. Even The Bible said there was not even the smell or smoke on them. They didn't perish. God will deliver you in Jesus' name. I said God will deliver you in Jesus' name. He will be with you when you put your trust firmly and confidence firmly in the Lord. Three. Jesus, you see, hope can only be found in Jesus Christ. So in these days and times, keep your eyes on the Lord. It's very important. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Because that's where you keep your eyes on the cross of Jesus. On the cross of the Lord Jesus, on the cross, Jesus took our sins. Jesus bore the curse for us. The curse of sickness, the curse of failure, the curse. He took it all and bore it on the cross for us. So when we look at the cross of Jesus Christ, we see that Jesus hung there in my place. You see, you and I we're, were the ones who were supposed to have been there and think about the love of God he had only one son and he was willing to give him up so keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ that is what will make the difference in these days and times let's go back to second Kings there is another story there in second Kings chapter 6 notice this thank you lord taking kings chapter six verse 12 he says and at one time the king of syria was fighting with the king of israel and every time he had he, he thought that he had the king and the children of israel they slipped out of his hands he said to himself which one of us here Is with the king of Israel. Because every time we have an intelligence in our camp. The intelligence leaks. This is not normal military intelligence. Then someone said. Look the intelligence is coming from Elisha. He has has inside information. When you make a decision in your bedroom. God tells him. And he tells the king of Israel that don't pass it by this place because the king of, Israel, the, the king of Syria is coming back by that way. So he's fighting by a higher intelligence. <laughs> this is not normal military intelligence. He has inside information. Then the king of Syria said, Look, let's go and arrest this, this prophet and get him out of the way. I pray in the name of Jesus in this season. May you hear the word of the Lord. Amen. I said, may you have inside information. Amen. May you hear the word of the Lord so that you will not miss your step, Amen. because by God leading and by God directing you, you can avoid some dangers along the road. So they said we are going to capture this person. When they got there, notice. Let's read now with that background from First Kings chapter. 2nd Kings chapter 6 verse 12. He says this. Notice this. Thank you, Lord. He says, Verse 12, 9 says, And one of his servants said, No, none, my lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet who is in Israel tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. Verse 15 says, And when the servant of the man of God arose early, and went out. There was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And a servant said to him, "Alas, my master, what shall we do?" You see, sometimes it feels that way. You slept one morning. You were feeling okay. You got up one morning, and the news that you heard wasn't so good. He arose early in the morning, and when he woke up, he was around. Surra- they were surrounded. And sometimes you get to that place where you are almost tempted to you you ask yourself what happened here I was okay I was I was doing well last night the ne- very next day something has changed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus no matter what you are confronted with we serve a god of miracles shout did we serve a god of miracles we serve a god of miracles you woke up one day and you got a diagnosis from the doctor you woke up one day and your boss said something to you at work that today is your last day you woke up one day and your child was in trouble you woke up one day and this there is trouble all around where are you going to look he said notice this thank you lord jesus the bible says He said, what shall we do? Verse 16, he says, so he answered, do not fear. Somebody shouted, do not fear. fear. I said, do not fear. fear. Shouted, do not fear. fear. Shouted, I will not fear. fear. Shouted, I will not fear. Why? For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Hallelujah. We are in a different company. Your natural eyes may be telling you one thing. Hey, my Lord and my God. But he says those who are with us are more. Who is with us? God is with you. Jesus is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. My Lord and my God. The Bible says the angel of the Lord and comes around the righteous. But you see, the servant was only seeing things from a natural perspective. He was seeing the chariots. There were horses and chariots What are we going to do? (laughs) What are you you going to do? He was looking at something different. Oh, but I like Elisha. When I get to heaven, I'll look for him. He's my kind. Hallelujah. (laughs) He said, verse 17, and Elisha prayed. That's a good thing to do when you are surrounded. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see what I'm seeing. Open his eyes that he may see. For though I mean, the servant said, what do you mean? We are only two and this, are, this, this place is full of chariot. What are you talking about? <laughs> that the people with us are more. This, this is uh, Elisha. Did, did, you, did you learn math when you were in high school? <laughs> Two people and this chariot doesn't sound to me that they, they are more with us. <laughs> Who taught you math in high school? <laughs> but he said, I prayed and said, Lord, open his eyes. Pray that prayer for yourself and say, Lord, open my eyes. Pray that prayer for yourself and say, Lord, open my eyes. Open my eyes to see things the way you see them. Open my eyes. Then the Lord. Open the eyes of the young man. And he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. My Lord and my God. Then he might have said to Elisha, "God is your master. teacher, I realize what you are talking about <laughs> <laughs> My Lord and my God so so long as you look to jesus so long as you look to god you will not get in despair because you know that the god who is with you is more than the one who is with the enemy Well, ask yourself what are you looking at you see eliza prayed eliza prayed you you, you see I pray in the name of, you see, one time Jesus prayed for Lazarus. They told, they told Jesus that Lazarus was dead in, 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 in John chapter 11. His, Lazarus was his friend. He used to stop by and, and have dinner at their place. And Jesus waited. But when he got to the tomb of Lazarus, when he seemed that everything had gone, gone, gone out, everything was impossible, the Bible says that Jesus said, Father, I thank you. That means he prayed for Lazarus. Y- you see, I-, I pray that we will keep our eyes on the Lord. And this week, don't only focus on yourself. Target somebody that you will pray for. You see, the reason why you are committed and dedicated to God is because God you have seen something. Your friend hasn't seen the same thing. And sometimes it may be a family member. And so, sometimes it's easy for us to give up on people. Maybe you've given up on your child that this child will never turn to God. Never say that. Maybe you've given up on your friend, your coworker, and they seem so against god maybe you are watching on tv you are watching online someone said this with you and and you have hardened your heart against god but this week i pray may god open your eyes pray for someone put you see you you, and say lord in the name of jesus open the eyes of this person that they may see jesus open the eyes of this person that they may see you oh god Maybe there's an area of your life where things are not clear to you. Pray that prayer for yourself and say, Lord, open my eyes. Open my eyes. The psalmist of old prayed in Psalm 119. Thank you, Lord. Verse 18, he says, Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your Lord. Lord, open my eyes that i may see things the way you see them open this person's eyes that they may see the lord jesus christ open their eyes that they may see Lord, if they are unsafe, pray and say in the name of Jesus, I break the power of the enemy over their lives. And Lord Jesus, open their eyes that they may see. One time the apostle Paul was on his way to destroy the Christians. Oh, but on his way to Damascus, he saw and he encountered the Lord Jesus. God opened his eyes and he saw Jesus. And his life was never the same again. One encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ and your life will not be the same again. Oh, begin to pray and say, Lord, open my eyes. Begin to pray for someone and say, Lord, open their eyes. Don't just pray for yourself. Elijah, pray for that servant and say, Lord, open his eyes. Lord, I pray for this family member. Open his eyes. Open your eyes that may may see the Lord. Open your eyes. Open their eyes. No wonder the Apostle Paul prayed for the Ephesians and said, "Ephesians chapter one." verse 16 he says I do not cease to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers that means he prays it all the time that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes the eyes the eyes the eyes the eyes the eyes eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the Saints He continually prays that prayer. Lord, open your eyes. Shut the Lord, open my eyes. Shut the Lord, open my eyes. Your perspective changes. And you see things differently. May God open your eyes this morning. To see wondrous things out of, your, out of his law. My Lord and my God. God won't not only wants you to see miracles. He wants to do miracles through you. He says tomorrow about this time there is going to be a change. I see God doing miracles in your life. I said I see God doing miracles in your life. I see God doing miracles in your family. I see God doing miracles in your health. I see God doing miracles in your finances. The officer said, this thing is not going to change. We are the experts of the economy. But the very next day, the very next day, the Lord God that I said, turn things around. I see a change coming in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But you You must keep your eyes on the Lord. When Jesus told Peter to come out of the boat. So long as Peter had his eyes on Jesus. He was doing all right. When he took his eyes off Jesus. That's when he started to sink. And if you analyze and and, and look at it. You start sinking also. When you take your eyes off Jesus. Then you begin to ask. What am I going to do? What are we going to do? But so long as your eyes are on the Lord, you will not sink. You, you, you will make it. I said 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 you will make it. In the name of Jesus. So keep looking at the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. are you looking at these days are you looking at the news report and getting in despair or are you looking at jesus second corinthians 418 he says while we do not look at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporary that means they are subject to change but the things which are not seen Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of the Lord. The things which are seen we we do not look at the things which are seen. How do you do that? That means you look with the eye of faith. You look with a different set of eyes. But the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary. But the things which are not seen. I like how the amplifier put it. These are eternal. So it all comes down to. What are you focusing on? What are you choosing to look at? He didn't say God made that choice for him. He did it himself. He makes the decision not to look at the things which are seen, but to look at the things which are not seen. He says, the amplifier, notices since we consider and look not at the things which are seen, but to the, to the things which are unseen, for the things that are visible, are temporal, brief, and fleeting. But the things that are invisible are deathless. I like that. And everlasting. Hallelujah. (laughs) The things which are not seen are deathless and eternal. God doesn't die. No. (laughs) Jesus has evacuated the throne. He's not dead. No, 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 no. He's alive. he's alive. He's doing well. And because he lives, you live also. Amen. Because he lives, your tomorrow will be alright. <laughs> they are eternal. He said, Open my eye. open the eyes of the sever. He's looking at things and he's getting, he's getting discouraged. He's getting in despair. Whoa, we look now. You mean the bills are stacked up? Consider God. You mean your body is telling you something different? It's not not an easy thing because you live here. You are tempted to look at the natural. But consider God. Consider Jesus. Consider the Holy Spirit. Consider the Word of God. Consider the angels. These are eternal beings. Why? You see, what you look at makes all the difference. I pray in the name of Jesus. This morning, receive the grace to look at Jesus. Receive the grace to consider God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, How do I see miracles in my life? We've talked about some some things here. You see, the thing is, you must be completely, one, be completely submitted to God. Be completely yielded to God. Get to the place where you say, this life that I'm living, I am not living for myself. Complete submission to the word of God. Let the word of God be final authority in your life because Jesus was the Son of God. But when he came, he said in John chapter 5, verse 19, John chapter 5, verse 19, then Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of Himself but what He sees the Father do, for whatever He does, the Son also does in like manner. Verse 36. I cannot myself, John 5.30, do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. The one who hears from God, the one who decides and submits to God and say, Lord, not my will, but your will, they will see God's miracles and God's hand at work in their lives. And as you submit yourself to God, as you yield yourself to God, I see God doing miracles in your life, Amen. in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. One time, Jesus went went to a wedding ceremony in John chapter two, and the people ran out of wine to serve their guests, and Jesus Mary gave the master key to life, and said to those people, they went they went to her and said, look. Uh, has your son started performing miracles yet? Can he do something about this? Mary said to them in John chapter 2 verse 5, Whatever he says to you, do it. That's the key. That's where the miracle happens. That's where you see the hand of God. Whatever he says to you, do it. Whatever he says to you, do it. Whatever he says to you, do it. You see, the, the, the four leprous people, consciously or unconsciously, they were yielding to the word of the Lord. And sometimes that happens. It was They didn't just come up with a thought, why sit we here until we die? No. God was leading them. And they yielded to God. And so these people at that wedding, when an embarrassing situation faced them, when they acted on the word of Jesus, A miracle was the result. When Elisha heard the word of the Lord, imagine he had looked at the natural and not declared the word of the Lord and succumbed to fear. Lord, what did you say? Food is going to be in abundance tomorrow? (laughs) When there is farming and people are boiling their children? Please, I don't think I, I heard you right. Dev, I rebuke you. Devil, get away from here. But he knew God. Somebody say he knew God. He knew God. And he decreed and said, Hear, it takes boldness to declare the word of the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord. There is a change coming. Amen. I have heard from God. You see, a total submission to the... It, Jesus even was an exempt for that he said as i hear, I can of my own self do nothing the miracles that you see is coming from the fact that whatever i see my father do that is what i do what i as i hear i judge even though i'm the son of god the divine son of god i cannot see miracles on my own is it so many times people want God to act on their behalf without yielding to God and submitting to God? You know it doesn't work that way. You must be willing to yield to the Lord. Say, Lord Jesus. Notice what Jesus said. The words of Jesus. Let, let, them, let them be your words as well. In John 5.30, I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. And Jesus later on said, as the Father has sent me, even so I have sent you. I'm not here in the earth on my to do my own agenda. No. Lord, I am totally yielded to you. Who do you want me to pray for today so that their eyes will open? How can I yield my life to your service? I can of my own self do nothing. I do not seek my own will. But the will of the Father who sent me. I pray as you do that. May you see unending miracles in your life. I said may you see unending miracles in your life. I said may you see unending miracles in your life. In the name of the lord jesus christ thank you lord for your word glory be to the name we'll continue all throughout this man. you will discover how to cooperate with god to see his wonders at work in your life and so that he through you will work we'll continue on wednesday you continue through you will use you for his glory thank you lord let's pray thank you lord jesus We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.